welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Reboot Season 1, Episode 7, Can Opener. The original air date for this episode is November 4th, 2016. Today for us, yesterday for you. It was directed by Omar Mata, and it was written by... Sean Hennon. Uh, those are not the director and writer credits that appear on IMDb right now. Correct. Um, but those are the ones that appeared at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Omar Mata has uh, a lot of TV directing credits, including uh, most recently six episodes of Scorpion. And uh, writer Sean Hennon uh, had written an episode of Minority Report, a couple episodes of a show called Stalker, and before that has mostly story editor credits in terms of writing. Um, why don't we describe this episode in brief? I was going to make a bad joke uh, about Omar Mata. Because I was say, I wonder what college you went to. <laughs> <laughs> Is Omar Mata alma mater? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Omar. That was that was the that was a cheap shot. Uh, in this episode, MacGyver has to go undercover as an inmate in prison in order to help a cartel leader escape, so that he can lead them to his secret hideout. Right. It feels like a lot of different episodes from the original series. Yeah. I mean, starting with, obviously, Jack in the Box. Oh, oh completely, yeah. Where him and Jack are both put in a prison camp in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they're in Texas. Um, but we start the episode with our opening gambit in uh, in Serbia, mm-hmm. right? Belgrade. Yeah, yeah. They're running through a, a container yard. At first, it, it's some weird, like, GPS map overlay, but it looks like something out of, like, Borderlands. Yeah, it's it all looks like a video shaded. game with, yeah. with like colored dots representing the people that are running around uh and uh so riley is tracking mac and jack as they are chasing uh some some guy who's got something right um like most of these opening gamuts we really don't know what's going on yeah and we're getting uh sort of a monologue from macgyver about a dog archimedes that he had as a kid mm-hmm. obviously named after the the Greek mathematician, physicist, engineer, inventor, and astronomer. Not, not, not the owl from Sword in the Stone? Uh, that's possible, too, actually. You're probably right. <laughs> um, and uh, he says that, uh, yeah, my, my grandpa uh, didn't like it that the dog kept getting out of the yard because he was an escape artist, so he set up a thing to electrocute the dog. Yeah. <laughs> or, or electrify. Electrocute means electrocute. Electrified to yeah. death. Yeah. That's what the cute part means. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough. Um, so so if you were Thomas Edison yeah. and you had an elephant. And you electrocuted it. Mm-hmm. Then you'd probably sell more of your product than Tesla did. Um, but yeah. So uh, he didn't want to electrify his dog. So he set up one of those uh, machines that plays a high-pitched sound that only dogs can hear uh, whenever he gets outside of a certain boundary. And, uh, Same principle. Yeah. But, then but instead he, of harming the dog, it, it just annoys the dog. Yeah. Um, but then he, it really has no bearing on what he's doing here, which We're, is just setting up a trap for the guy to walk yeah, into he, that he, he can't get out of. He's spraying a ring of uh, gasoline. Right. Um, which is odd that in in the in – the, when MacGyver's putting stuff together, like you get like little credits on the screen about what, what's he's doing, what he's doing with it, and yeah. like what, maybe what component he needs – but this one they used. Only thing it said was petrol. Yeah, petrol, which is like, where are we? They're in Serbia. They would call it petrol there. It's true, but I think for the most modern audiences, you would just use gasoline. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a strange choice. Yeah. It it stood out. 
Yeah, it did. Especially since it was the only ingredient in this MacGyverism. Yeah. And he doesn't and at all gun. draw a circle with it. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Kate, don't forget, he utilizes a gun in Again. the hand of well, Jack. Well, he doesn't touch it, yeah. The, yeah. The gun is all Jack's work. But it was part of the plan. Yeah, he, but it, he, he used guns it. on the original show, but just not his guns most yeah. of the time. And here, they're using it as, as a match. But he basically takes a, a petrol hose and draws a circle around the bad guy who, like, stupidly walks right into the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And then... He, he yells at Jack, who's catching up with him, to fire his gun at the circle so that it'll ignite, which it wouldn't ignite. Well, yeah, he fires he, it. He hits, a, like, a like metal, metal barrel. Metal drums, yeah. yeah that, are, that are on the edge of the circle, which um, causes this circle of gasoline to ignite, and then the guy's just trapped in the middle until the fire goes out, presumably on one side, in which case he, the, the yeah, chase he would just, continue. He, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean... These flames were probably pretty tense, but I feel pretty you confident. You could have run through them. You could jump. Yeah, run, I think do a so run, too. run and jump, you probably could have yeah. gone through. But, but um, here would have been a perfect place for Johnny Cash's uh, Burning Ring of Fire, but um, they, they blew their Johnny Cash soundtrack budget on Folsom Prison later in the episode. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that, and that's the opening gambit. That's I mean, the end of it, yeah. Yeah. Not as cool as the thing I'd written for the Canfell Festival, but <laughs> it'll have to do. Um, we, we move to... MacGyver's apartment, I think, next. Yeah, yeah. Where Riley and and, uh, and, and Bozer, Bozer are talking about her. She needs a new apartment. Yeah, she she doesn't want to be under the Phoenix's thumb, I guess. Because where, where is she living? Like they're just paying for her apartment. Yeah, they're they're paying for an apartment for her. Um, and kind of the same way they did for MacGyver in the original series. Yeah, so I think I think she just wants to be more independent. And maybe, but she's still using money that the Phoenix Foundation is giving her. Yeah. And no it, one else will employ her. So it, either way, she's under the thumb of the yeah, Phoenix Foundation. Yeah, I guess it's more of a symbolic gesture. I guess, yeah. Um, so Bozer is trying to help her kind of go through, like, listings online and whatnot. But everything keeps getting rented right away. So Bozer uh, Pulls goes – Jeeves. Yeah, he, he goes undercover as uh, uh, just – some British yeah, like, like he's an assistant to Riley. Yeah, and he calls up with his Jeevesian British accent and says, "Oh, it's such a shame. I have an associate who would be perfect for this place, and she's employed by, you know, a, a well-respected think, uh, think, think tank. tank in the area, and and it would just be the perfect opportunity." And I guess they told the people that they already gave the keys to, like, "Yeah, scram." Well, I think I think he would, what he was asking for was if they had any other apartments that hadn't been listed yet. Yeah. Um. But I think also that. Yeah. Um, so to give thanks to Bozer for helping her out, she decides to give him another the sixth, number. The sixth digit uh, of her phone number, which we, we've been getting them for six weeks, so it makes sense that we, she would have six digits. We, but we, we, other than the first digit? We guessed the next five correctly so yeah. far. Yeah. We, we, the, in the first episode, we – or the second – was it the second episode? The second episode, yeah. yeah. We guessed – what, the next from from the three that it would be three two three and then five 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 yeah and that's what we have so far because we have not seen any of the numbers until now yeah because now we've seen the area code and the uh, the first three digits which of course are the classic TV five five fives yeah and it seems like they're more in a three two three area not a three one zero yeah because they're not on the ocean side um, but yeah so now he has six digits and he's like oh I thought I was only getting a digit every week that I convince your parole officer we were dating and she's like eh, you just get one every time you're nice yeah uh and then we immediately hard cut to thornton's office uh where everyone congratulates her for getting an apartment yeah yeah she's got a new apartment everyone's really happy for her i guess yeah i, I don't I, I still don't see it's not it's like 
It's not really an accomplishment. She already had an apartment. Yeah, I, I don't get what, what the celebration is. She wasn't living on the streets. Yeah. But the uh, new case is Joaquin El Noche Sencola. Uh, he is a cartel head who's been arrested and moved to a prison within the United States borders. Yeah. And basically his secondary lieutenants, um, in his absence, have decided just to just slaughter everybody. Yeah. Um, that that's how they operate. Uh, so it's like when Sonny Corleone was in charge. Yeah. So the government basically wants the Phoenix Foundation to, or someone wants the Phoenix Foundation. But I, I really don't feel like the government's involved because why wouldn't they just? No. Leave? Yeah, they should have. If if they were working in coordination with the government, then which it seems like they are in so much as. Somehow they got Jack working at the prison. Yeah, exactly. But it seems like they should have been able to coordinate the whole like prisoner placement system so yeah. that they didn't have to do all this in secret. But um, whatever. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really unclear why they have to pretend to have Jack and Mac go in prison. Yeah. For everyone's sake. Yeah. Not, I, mean, I mean, obviously for the inmates, but the guards should know. Yeah. Um, so and the guards should have made it really easy for them to escape. Yeah, exactly. Like the, but Riley. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, Riley has problems with the computer system and suspects that someone rivaling her. Yeah. Is being responsible for and it. And we never see that person. Yeah. I mean, never even hinted who that person is. And I really doubt that a prison system has like a hacker on hand to defend their right. system. So, so this is someone actively working against the Phoenix Foundation. Potentially, Nikki. yeah, if that's the only person I can think of who yeah. it would be. So uh, MacGyver's needs to MacGyver's. Because I mean, Nikki was a hacker. Yeah, yeah. MacGyver needs to first uh, find El Noche in the prison, gain his trust, help him escape, and then get him to lead him to the hideout. That's the the those are the four stages of the plan. Yeah. So. Uh, Mac is sent into jail, and uh, basically Riley and uh, Thornton are watching from Thornton's office. And this is where we're getting as as he's arriving at the prison, we get the the Folsom Prison right. song. And as we get into the prison, we see that Jack has been uh, placed in as one of the guards. Right. Again, none of the other guards know that he is a plant. Yeah. They just think he. They is... They just know that. Somehow, today, the warden approved overnight of this new guard to be hired. Yeah. Without so, training. Yeah, without any training or, or like, certification or anything. I mean, I don't know how much certification a prison guard has. No, it's, it's full. I mean, it, you're... Uh, yeah. if you, if it, it, it depends on if it's federal or private, but this is true. a federal prison. Uh, so, Riley is basically not leaving Thornton's office the whole time that Mac's in prison. She she doesn't feel comfortable or safe for Mac. Because she's done her time in prison, and mm-hmm. she she knows what it's like in there. So she is basically imprisoning herself in the wonderful comfort of the Phoenix Foundation right. uh, until Mac is brought home safe. Uh, but she this is where she reveals that she's been hacked out of the system. Yeah. That whoever... So everything that she was going to do... Is not possible now. She can't open all the doors and let him out. Yeah, all the all, all she can do is watch. is watch. Yeah, it's like Big Brother. So MacGyver is now on his own somewhat. 
to come up with a plan. I'm and actually surprised I didn't make a Big Brother joke because this is the network that Big Brother is on. Oh, is it? <laughs> I, I didn't even know that show was still going. I think it is. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, while he's eating lunch, MacGyver notices that an older inmate is uh, having problems with his inhaler. Right. So he offers to help, which immediately this guy would not have accepted his help. Um, I, I feel like he would know just here. Well, here's my inhaler yeah, here's and my, my inhaler medicine guy who I've never met. And I don't know could fix things. Uh, but of course MacGyver fixes it and gives it back to him. Right. Uh, he just breaks off a tiny of his fork and puts it on the edge of the, the little cartridge so that it has a new pin mm-hmm. to release the gas. Basically the pin was broken on the inhaler, but, um, the actor playing this prisoner, the prisoner's name is O'Brien. The actor's name is, uh, Thomas Capacci or Capach, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he played Bob Slattery on on West Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the guys in like the uh, the Situation Room who was regularly like uh, included on the decisions that right. the president was making. Um, Never seen it. <laughs> he's also he's also been in uh, every iteration of Star Trek except for the original series, um, in some capacity, usually a few episodes each. Yeah, um, I mostly recognized him from his. Two scenes in No Country for Old Men. The boot salesman yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of people coming here without clothes on? No, sir. That's unusual. <laughs> uh, uh, now, Jack has to sneak into the assistant warden's office to try to get MacGyver put on the same laundry detail as El Noche. Right. Um, I love when – I love, like, everything that Jack uh, Georgies does for this because – he immediately gets on the computer and starts typing. He goes, ha, huh, the password was jail. What an idiot. I knew I could crack it. And she's like, okay, first of all, the computer was just asleep. You could literally have typed anything. He's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like he doesn't, he's not embarrassed about it. He's just yeah. like, fine. Even, and it's very clear though that the computer was just asleep because mm-hmm. there's no like window for a password to be typed in. But I love that his guess is just jail because he's just <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> uh, so uh, he successfully puts uh, uh, Frank Morris, right? Yes. Who is MacGyver's alias while he's in prison. Uh, they should have just gone with Zach Morris. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that would have been... Might as well. If you're gonna Some put, of these people have been in prison so long, they don't even know who Zach Morris is. Exactly. I, I think, exactly. <laughs> Ed Zachary. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but she teaches him how to go into a spreadsheet and... Use Command X, Command V to mm-hmm. copy and paste it from from one column to another, or cut uh, and paste. Yeah, cut and paste. Yeah, yeah, thank a, you. You can't work thank both, you for both jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Says here you got two duties today. Sorry. Wait, which button did you type, Jack? <laughs> it looks like you're on every detail. Oh, oh God. man. Um, but and yeah. someone typed jail on this one field. <laughs> But yeah, he's he's all excited about the fact that he's officially a hacker now. She's like, mm-hmm. relax. You moved something from one cell to another cell in a spreadsheet. That's all you did. So in the laundry room, MacGyver just just runs right up to El Noche and says, I want $2 million to help you escape. Yeah. That's. He said, I'm breaking out. I'm taking you with me. I want $2 million. Yeah. There was no courtship. Yeah. Um, oh, well, we, didn't, we, didn't, we did not mention the scene where he picks a fight with some guy. Right, yeah. Um, but kind of a pointless scene. Yeah, because like the whole thing was like to to get him impressed with El Noche, but that didn't seem to help. Yeah, no, it didn't do anything. But it kind of reminded me of well, that's another thing that this episode is like 
which was um, uh, The Escape in the first season. Uh, okay. Season one, episode 20. The one with uh, where he's breaking Q out of the prison. Oh, that's right. That's right. And he beats up, a, was it Fwad? Fwad. Fwad. F U A D. But yeah, it's like the point of it was that he was supposed to go in, get arrested on purpose, go into a prison, and break that guy out. But then right. it turned out that guy was a bad guy, not a good guy like yeah. he thought. But um, but yeah, it's, it's the same situation where he's by himself in the prison yard getting beaten up by a guy that's like two feet taller than him. Um, and then Jack is the one to break up the fight because Riley's watching it on the monitors and is a, is in constant radio contact with Jack. Right. Or I guess just cell phone contact. He's yeah. just blatantly talking on his yeah, cell phone. Yeah, he's always on his cell phone, in, 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 especially in echoey hallways. Yeah. It's like this guy would have been fired day one. There's no reason they can't fire him. I don't understand why they hired him in the first place. Yeah. If they weren't in on this whole plan. I, I do like whenever he's on the phone with Thornton that he has to pretend like it's his girlfriend or yeah. his wife. I did think it would be funny if one time when he had one of those conversations that when they go to his end of it, there's not anybody around. He's just doing it because he knows she can't say yeah, anything yeah, yeah, about yeah. it he's just like hey sweetheart yeah it looks like we're gonna have to change the plans tonight but um but yeah so jack goes and breaks up this fight with this huge guy and continues to rough macgyver up to yeah to sell it yeah he's like sorry <laughs> <laughs> even though he didn't have to do anything and he's just wants to beat up macgyver um but yeah so then we go yeah. back to he's uh he's in the laundry room mm-hmm. with el noche and you know before he even gets to that room he's talking about all right, now I have this much time to find El Noche, convince him that I'm on his team, right. and slowly gain his trust. And it's like, he doesn't do any of that. He's just nope. like, I'm going to break you out at $2 million. You in? And the guy's like, what? Okay. I was like, hold on, i got to deal with these other guys. Yeah. Because uh, another a rival cartel inmates guys yeah. uh, come in and... We get a quick flashback of MacGyver and Riley going over the case information, and he's like, oh, these are the Manos Sanguinistas or something like that, mm-hmm. which is... Spanish for the bloody hands and uh they're like his up-and-coming rival gang and so macgyver sees his chance to win this guy's trust right by but, beating these people up yeah if he helps him with the fight then he's on el noche's side yeah. and they were totally going to kill el noche if macgyver wasn't here yeah and so he saves el noche and then el noche's like you shouldn't have done that now we're gonna die it's like you were gonna die either way yeah <laughs> like, you, calm down so uh MacGyver needs a few things for his escape plan. Uh, and so he sends out Jack to get some office supplies. Yeah. Presumably paper clips. Yeah. Uh, By the way, we didn't mention, but the paperclip origami in this episode was just a, uh, a key. Correct. It's just in the shape of a key. Also impossible. This one seems more possible than most of them from this, ep- from this series. But, um, but yeah, so he, uh, he he's back in his cell and he thinks that Jack is out getting what he needs, but Jack is getting redirected to D block by his supervisor because some fight broke out or something. Uh, they were short staffed. They were short staffed. And so now not only is he not in the same cell block, but there's no way to get him any kind of supplies that he needs. Right. So he can't get the stuff from the supply room. So MacGyver's just waiting in a cell when suddenly El Noche enters. And says, you know, I traded my last favor with the guards for getting to share this cell with you. Now you got to break me out mm-hmm. if you want that $2 million. And somehow MacGyver is able to get a battery. I think Jack gives it to him from his walkie-talkie. No. Uh, he takes he, it from someone's. He gives a – he, like, does one of those, like, shoulder – aggressive shoulder pass-bys, like, to, to knock someone out of the way. And it, but it's one of the guards. Which would not fly. 
Yeah, and so the guard grabs him and throws him up against the wall, and MacGyver kind of like slips out his uh, radio. He doesn't take the radio, he just slips just the, the battery, battery out. the walkie, which he would notice was missing instantly. Yeah, because your walkie-talkie would be a pound lighter. <laughs> yeah, and it bal- it, it's buzzing all day long. Like, there's no way he wouldn't notice it mm-hmm. was silent suddenly. Uh, the next thing he needs is um, some salt, which he gets from their uh, some kind of nutrition supplement. Yeah, they get a what did he call it? A neutrino loaf or something like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, it's it's neutral loaf. Neutral loaf. It's supposed to be some kind of like superfood, but it's just yeah, it's like uh, everything that they have for lunch ground up into a loaf, but then they salt it a lot so that it doesn't taste terrible. Which I doubt they would even care like if it tastes yeah. terrible. Like just eat it, you're a prisoner. Eat it or don't eat it. It yeah. doesn't matter. But uh, MacGyver just stuffs it all into a sock and starts pouring water through it so that he can get all the salt out of it. Um, so now his toilet is full of the salt that he's distilled from this this uh, neutral loaf. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he drops the battery in it so that it's, uh, it's electrolyzing the water mm-hmm. um, to separate the, the hydrogen out of the H2O. Yeah, so yeah, with the alkali solution, uh, the, 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 the current from the battery is separating the hydrogen and the oxygen. Now, there's... <sighs> He he says that like he says he, he just all he talks about is the hydrogen. He doesn't talk about the fact that there's also oxygen, yeah, being built up in this room, and they're breathing it. You know, okay, yes, I know your body needs oxygen, but but pure it, oxygen, pure oxygen, not good for you. It's really bad, and hydrogen is also really bad. Because but hydrogen is lighter, and he keeps making the point that all the hydrogen is going to be collecting at the top of the room. Right, but then all of the oxygen will be collecting at the below bottom. it. Yeah. Um, and he says that, oh, all this water will make exactly this many cubic feet of uh, hydrogen. It's like, yeah, but also half as much oxygen yeah. will be in that hydrogen Yeah, cloud. the bottom third of the room will be pure oxygen. Also extremely explosive. Yeah. So there, there's a lot going on here that they didn't seem to cover. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, they just focus on the hydrogen part. But this time they bother to explain how their eardrums weren't ruptured. By yeah, by an them, explosion. Yeah, actually, like put something in their ears to protect them from it. And they uh, paper mache to uh, close all the windows and vents to make everything as airtight as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, to ignite the hydrogen, MacGyver takes apart some of the uh, light fixtures. Right. Basically, makes it like a pull string igniter, which would have blown his hand apart. Yeah. Like he should have. He should have. He should have like. Brought it under the the blanket with Yeah, him. that would have made more sense if yeah. it was underneath with him. Uh, they should have both looked like cartoons that were holding a bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, they should have had blackened faces and, like, smoking hair. Like, yeah, they were yeah. freaking sticky bandits. <laughs> or uh, Mad Damon and the Martian. When yeah. he blows himself up. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He dies on that yeah, planet. Yeah, the whole ship just explodes on there. Uh, so, they get... <laughs> Uh, so they get free from their cell when the explosion happens and the door is just completely blown off the handles. Kind of like, um, uh, what was the, uh, MacGyver episode where he's in the, the old, uh, monk's brandy cellar. It was in the last season we watched where he's, he's pumping out, uh, the alcohol vapor into the hallway. Um. Trying to remember that was and he lights it with the he lights it with the uh, the barrel the the metal ring of the barrel 
That's why he likes it. There's so many episodes that are like almost what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. there's the one that has. Oh, uh, that's the with the helicopter. It's the helicopter one. The helicopter one, with, ladies with, and gentlemen. The episode of MacGyver with a helicopter. No, no, in with, it. with the with it's it's complicated. Yeah, the, that the, was uh, Honest Abe. Honest Abe, yeah, that's seven the, one, I think. Yeah, because close while he's doing that, the two agents right, are right, also right. trying to do See, their. Now, I was thinking of the one with um, with uh, his buddy, with the motorcycle gang when he fills that room up and then blows it up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many like different episodes where he uses like the same tricks over and over again. Sorry for that. Like I was like, I knew I was gonna think of it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just took me a minute. <laughs> the helicopter, the helicopter one. one. Uh, pretty much every episode of the original series had a helicopter in it. Uh, oddly, if, oddly enough, not the Airwolf crossover. No. Right. Yeah, that never happened. It should have. <laughs> the Airwolf episode that does not have Airwolf in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they uh, blow their way out, and now they're running in a hallway. Now MacGyver had earlier on slipped an origami uh, figure to the inhaler guy who is like basically the uh, he's James the Brooks. Wh- yeah he's the the Whitmore character from Shawshank yeah um, he had him put the uh, origami figure in a jam it in a door lock yeah so that the door would be opened so now they're into more of a main section of the prison but they're cornered by guards coming the other direction. So Jack is forced to create a diversion for for them yeah. by calling for help in the kitchen of yeah, D-Block. Yeah, saying he's outnumbered, and so they, they turn around, basically. Yeah. But they leave one guy behind, like, in case they devil back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then immediately, uh, Noche produces the knife, and is like, I yeah. got this guy. <laughs> There's yeah. only one of them. Uh, but of Which course, is exactly why they wouldn't leave one guy by himself during a jailbreak. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, of course, MacGyver stops him from killing him and just knocks the guard out. Yeah. Uh, which does not gain any favor with him, with yeah. El Noche. Yeah, he says, if, if we don't successfully escape, I don't want to add this stuff to my rap. And then Noche's like, if we don't successfully escape, your your rap is going to be a life sentence because I'm just going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, so they make it back into the laundry room where they're, uh, the, the main exit is a uh, large barred window. Yeah. Tell them large bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> large sorry. bars. But this room reminded me of, um, of, uh, which, which, uh, I want to say it was out in the cold mm. that ended at the laundry facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they had, uh, uh, Pete was like held captive or something right. like that. Yeah. And MacGyver rode a laundromat thing for like two hours. Yeah. And then he threw someone into one of these giant laundry machines and closed it. And I'm sure that guy died later. Yeah. Oh, well, we're, we definitely get at least five deaths later on in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they uh, they get up to underneath the, the window with the bars on it. They disassemble some, um, shelving, some shelving so they make it into a ladder. Um, and Noche doesn't seem to care that they made a ladder or understand why they made a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we yep. were even questioning it, too. Yeah. We were like, why, why do you need a ladder? The but he right wasn't there. even questioning it. Um, but so he makes a ladder, and then he makes a... A, a blanket rope, mm-hmm. and then he takes a rubber trash can and he fills it with carbon dioxide from uh, fire a fire extinguisher, and then he dumps pure alcohol into it, which is labeled on screen as cr- a cryogenic mixture. Yeah, uh, I don't think carbon dioxide and alcohol would just make a full-on cryogenic soup. 
Yeah. But he sticks a broom into this mix and then rubs it on the bars and the window, which is immediately freezing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the bars are iron, they become extremely brittle when they're frozen. And the tensile strength of the wood of the broomstick is stronger now then he's able to just bust it apart. Yeah. And also, if that co- that fluid is as cold as he said, all the bristles of that broom would have just shattered yeah. long before yeah. that and was the, And the trash can, you wouldn't even be able to mix it in the trash can. The trash yeah. can would have just been breaking apart. But um, So he smashes all the bars out of the window, smashes the window out of the frame, and they don't need the, the blankets or the ladder to get through this window. They just mm-hmm. climb up through it, and then they pull both of them with, with themselves through the window. Um, he dumps the blanket over the edge into the yard so that it's hanging over the, the, the barbed, barbed wire. wire so that the guards will think that they climbed down on the barbed wire side. And Noche's like, this is stupid. That's We're still in the yard. We're on this side of the fence still. Like, That's not an escape plan. And then he says, that's where this comes in. And he puts the ladder up on the roof so they're actually going one floor up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there happens to be a walkway from the second story of this prison across the street Right over the over the fence of the prison, as there would be. Yeah, uh, and uh, so they they just walk out of the prison basically, and then climb down on the other side. Uh, are, yeah, it's it's odd that the barbed wire wasn't on the part that needed to be like more secure. Yeah, like up on top of this roof. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so they get uh, they get out and they're running through the woods and then macgyver says all right well i held up my end of the bargain where where are your people and he gives like a certain whistle and then everybody comes out of the woodwork right and uh but they all draw guns on macgyver right because somehow he was able to communicate to them that he didn't trust this guy yeah even though he hadn't done the thing to betray the trust yet yeah yeah that happened while they were escaping he didn't have time to call and say maybe he said if i whistle like this it means i don't trust yeah. him anymore um, it means i'm under duress yeah so they they all come out and he says hey i tried to kill a guard on the way out and you prevented me from doing that and someone with your um with your rap sheet should have would have wanted to kill anybody to get out of prison it's like no not really his no. rap sheet was like a home invasion and robbery yeah yeah he, he he his story was that he would build uh safes and, and that he, he had more fun picking his own yeah. locks. Uh, it's kind of like the story of the guy who invented the um, the uh, slot machines. How he, he built them the back door oh, really? himself. That's funny. That's, that, that's one of the reasons that the, all the Vegas slot machines now, they don't pay out money. Because they had to completely overhaul them. Oh, yeah. Because he had, he had put in a back door for himself. Yeah. Uh, to, to win money. What is that other guy's name that figured out how to cheat on... Uh... That game show, I think it was Michael Robbins. Let me just look it up real quick. Michael Larson. Yeah, he was on uh, Press Your Luck. Mm. And he figured out a combination of lights on the board that indicated where things would stop. And so he would, like, remove all of his money before it was going to hit, like, a bankrupt mark. And he put all his money out when it was going to be, like, the big win. And he won, like, $110,000. I think Bill Murray owns the rights to the story because he wanted to make a movie out of it. Yeah, interesting. But um, but it's it's a really interesting story, and his life is is full of like crazy schemes like that. But he was watching the show on TV, and he was like, "Oh, it's the same pattern of lights every time that this happens, and it's the, and the same pattern of lights every time that happens. It's just lazy programming for mm-hmm. the person who made right. the board." But um, but yeah, 
So that's crazy. Me of that. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Yeah, exactly. He, and he missed every whammy because that's the show that the whammy was actually from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, MacGyver is here and he's outnumbered and they basically take him and throw him in the trunk of their car. Yeah. The plan was for him to lead everybody from Phoenix back to their home base, but now that he's in the trunk, he's not going to be able to do much leading. Right. So he takes apart the taillight. Now, I had brought up a point that cars manufactured after a certain date have trunk releases. And this is definitely after that date. Yeah, but I guess he doesn't want to be... He doesn't want to escape. That's true. Cause, but uh, it seems lazy of them to not account for the fact that he's in their trunk and could escape it. Yeah. Because he uh, undoes the uh, the taillight uh, power cords and starts tapping Morse code into the back of it. Yeah. Um, he's giving Jack's name and phone number. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Evidently misspelling Jack's name somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he could possibly screw up Jack Dalton. It's pretty simple. Just yeah, bad Morse code, I guess. Uh, what is the Morse code for numbers? Is it just blanket the certain amount of? Th- no, no, it's it's it's, it's a thing. Oh, okay. Uh, it seems like one would just be blink, two would be blink blink. No, because I think, yeah, because like, because if you did three blink blink blink, that's S. Ah. So. Or O, depending on how fast you're. Blinking. Yeah, exactly. How fast you're blinking. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're, the numbers are, are th- their own thing. Yeah. Uh, so, but MacGyver doesn't know if anyone's seeing this because he's in a trunk. Right. So they get to the secret hideout, the, uh, the great hideout that they've all been talking about. And El Noche is going to torture MacGyver chemically, which is, that was a really interesting method. Yeah. Um, he, he basically had heard how much the, the Americans love waterboarding, um, from some article that he read. So he developed this thing where he would basically use nitrogen to do the same thing as waterboarding yeah. because it deprives the brain of oxygen. You know what else deprives the brain of oxygen? Putting yourself in a room filled with hydrogen. Yeah. <laughs> I waterboarded us earlier today. Yeah. Um, so MacGyver is, of course, facing the uh, the effects of this nitrogen breathing. And he, and he does that thing. Like, it's one of those things where, like, he puts it to his face in, or, in order to encourage breathing. It's like, like, how would you encourage him to breathe? Well, he punches him in the stomach. It's like, yeah, because yeah, I would yep. probably take a deep breath after someone punched me in the stomach. Yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden, a helicopter starts to arrive. Yeah. And this lures away some of the guards, but uh, some of them are just kind of like standing around. Still like, like five of them left in the room with yeah. MacGyver. So MacGyver kicks over the tank of nitrogen gas. Which just starts helicoptering into the sky. Yeah, it, it flies up and just obliterates the faces. Yeah, it of does all like a full men. like Chuck Norris roundhouse kick. Yeah, it's, it's, it just swings around and clips everybody in the face. It's doing Chun Li's like helicopter kick. Spinning star kick. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah. They they took a, a can, an eighty-pound canister of nitro to the face. That's rotating it at, at like so many RPMs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just, probably more than eighty pounds. It's probably more like hundred and eighty. Yeah, it's a big tank. It's like a full-size tank. Yeah. Um, it's like a college-sized tank of ga- of nitrogen gas. It's not as big as a college, but it's large. Yeah. Pretty big. <laughs> um, they make cans that are as big as colleges. I meant that I know what like you meant. I'm making a joke, Richard. It's not funny. <laughs> I know that. 
Now you've called now. attention. <laughs> uh, and uh, one last guard comes in to kill MacGyver with a gun. A gold-plated gun, too, yeah. which I thought was kind of neat. I uh, thought the, the problem here was going to be that the room was still full of nitrogen. Yeah. And then MacGyver was going to, like, roll the chair to the floor and the, the whole room was going to explode when he discharged his firearm. But, <laughs> but then, mean, nitrogen, then you realize nitrogen is yeah. not explosive. <laughs> what part of this are you not getting? <laughs> Obviously, the whole core concept. Um, but then... Uh, then Jack is suddenly behind him with like a massive assault rifle. Yeah, and in like full SWAT gear. Yeah, so they they he knocks out the bad guy, frees Mac, and he uh, freezes him with the nitrogen. Yep, he's dead. No, uh, it's not liquid nitrogen. It's just nitrogen gas. Um, yes, it is a gas, but it's in a liquid state. <laughs> what? What is that from? <laughs> King of the Hill. He's like on the phone with oh, propane. Yeah, he's like, no, you shouldn't use propane to fill party balloons. Yes, it is a gas, but it's in a liquid state. <laughs> uh, so uh, the last scene is MacGyver returning to the prison where El Noche has been reincarcerated. Yeah. Uh, I and, don't... and he compliments El Noche on putting a $4 million price tag on his head. Yeah. Um, Even though then, he has no money And now. then he says, oh, but all your assets were seized, so you don't have any money to pay people with, and they... They made a public show of it, so nobody's going to be out to collect that money that they know you don't have. Um, Which is still pretty dumb, because this guy was, like, uh, pretty high up in the organization. He obviously has some pretty dangerous friends, and you're going to get something for killing MacGyver. Yeah, and who keeps all their money in one place? Yeah. Like, I would have... It was all there in the house. Yeah, I would... Although, I I have seen pictures of, like like insane stacks of money in like Mexican drug lords houses that yeah. are kept in cash. Yeah, it's true. Okay. But you have also stuff in other places, like yeah. under names. You gotta diversify. Yeah. Uh what what, what was the the friggin' uh, Andy Dufresne's alter ego? Oh yeah. Uh Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Uh so but uh Rolo Tomasi. Yeah, Rolo Tomasi. <laughs> We're ruining all the movies <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> um, they did that on an episode of Blacklist, and it kind they of ruined maybe, a bunch of movies. No, they 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 pulled the role of Tomasi. Oh, uh, did they really? Uh, but with a different, uh, uh, it was a different. Yeah, game, yeah, but the same exact. But it's, it's the gambit. same same gambit. It was like, really. His name was Cat <laughs> Hangman or something like that. Don't say cat. Don't say poster. <laughs> cat poster. <laughs> His name was Baldy Tall Man Coffee Coop. <laughs> Coffee Coop. <laughs> That's a great sketch. <laughs> um, as MacGyver heads out of the prison, uh, Jack is waiting for him. And Riley is just kind of standing there staring at the prison. Um I don't know why this wasn't her prison. No. Uh, Just prison in general gives her the creeps PTSD. But gives me the creeps too. But I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you repeated it, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick again too. <laughs> Where that's the code word to, to, that he's in trouble. <laughs> and so this guy is like patting him down and when he gets to his crotch he goes I love it (laughs) and then he had like on like through some sewage he's like what's that smell he's like oh I was swimming in raw sewage 
I love it. it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a wire. And they take him up and he's got this huge recording equipment on him with reels. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a reel-to-reel in his chest. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so MacGyver and Riley have like a bit of a moment like to say, hey, let's get out of here. Yeah. And... And that's it. That's uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I was pleased with the title this time. Sure. Can, can opener because okay. Yeah, they're getting out of prison. Yeah, they're getting out of the, the the can. Yeah. They used a toilet, which is sometimes referred to as a can. Right. Uh, that's to true. Part of their escape. These are all coincidences I did not recognize until just now when you brought that up, and I agree. I I like that it had something to do with the episode. Yeah. I also wish they had been able to use both. Johnny Cash songs, just because I like Johnny Cash. Yeah, everyone likes Johnny Cash. You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> um, another joke I feel like they missed was uh, when El Noche joins MacGyver in his prison cell and says, all right, how are we going to get out of here? I wish MacGyver had said, assault and battery. And then he'd be like, all right, who are we assaulting? He's like, no, no, no. Salt, batteries. batteries. <laughs> um, that's not what he said. I also like how Jack constantly refers to him as El Nacho. Yeah. So, that Nacho guy say anything? Mm-hmm. El Noche told me. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it, it's a it's an okay episode. Yeah. It it moves fast. Um, there's pretty much something going on in every scene. They've really reduced the Bozer Riley time. Yeah. Like it it was. It's still bookending the episodes though. Well, kind of. I mean, we, that was it. That was the only scene we had with Bozer. Yeah, just and it that was one at the start. Maybe a minute long. Aren't maybe. they all maybe a minute long? Well, but that's about all I can take. Yeah. Because I just don't Until care. Until they start to reveal his darker secrets and we find out that he's yeah. Nikki's mask maker. Yeah, exactly. Or that he's Nikki. Oh. What? Just double it up. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with them not having a thing. Yeah. Because uh, even in, like, the other episode where they're hitting the, the ducks, like, because they had other scenes in that episode. This is it. This is the yeah. only Bowser yep, scene. just a one-off. And he's actually doing something interesting acting-wise yeah. by by putting on this this accent to try and get her an apartment. But, uh, but yeah. We what she got? I'm, I won't be surprised if they kill Riley at the end of the season. Really? Yeah. Kill Riley? Yeah. I'm, my money's on Bozer getting killed. I don't. I don't think so. I think Bozer's in it for keeps. I think he's he's our Murdoch, but I think Riley's probably gonna take a dive here. They just make her story sadder and sadder. Yeah. Well, I feel like he's gonna have one digit left, and then she's gonna get killed. And oh like, no! Oh my God! Well, he wouldn't need to call her anyway. Yeah. Because she's dead. Because she's dead. Or maybe he gets the last digit, and then she dies. Yeah. She says it as she's falling off a building. Four! <laughs> she's getting nailed in the head with a golf ball. I really she gets killed on a golf course. <laughs> what was the last? She's like, she's like gasping and pain, blood coming out of her mouth. What was, what was the last number? Four. And he just... Because <laughs> we're on a golf course. Yeah, get it? And then she dies. Was it really four? For the last six weeks, you've had everything but the last digit. You didn't just try calling ten people. Ten, yeah, you, you make nine wrong numbers. <laughs> even, even, you know what? Even two digits. I would, I would, 
if you really are that into it, yeah. you'd make 100. How long would it take for you to call 100 people? Not long. Not long at all. So really, he only needs two more digits. Yep. From the five we guessed and the first one he got. <laughs> well, so And if we could have guessed them, he could have Do guessed. we want to right now guess what the next digit is? Well, we have a, a, a one in ten chance of I think I know it. the last digit I've decided now is four. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say one. I'm going to say five. Really? Another five? Digit. Yeah. Because I think that's, a little, that's what you're, you'd least expect is another five right in a row. Yeah, because I, w- I would definitely kind of go five, 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 one, blah, 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 four, one, blah, blah, four. Yeah. One, yeah, I, I'm going to say one. My, my prediction is the number one. Five, 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 two, three, six, eight. Ooh, that's a good one. You know who that is? No. Ghostbusters. Oh. Uh, We're ready to believe you. Uh, who are you going to call? Like those guys on TV? Yes. Like those guys on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the, you know, it was entertaining episode. Uh, I mean, it moved, like I said, it moved too fast for me to really like kind of just, the, the biggest glaring thing was just the, the whole oxygen hydrogen in the room and his ability to tip off his henchman that macgyver was the enemy yeah that was weird i feel like if he was a careful enough drug lord that it would be worth the two million dollars to just shoot this guy as soon as he got into the woods like just you get there and it's like all right you broke me out i don't have to worry about trusting you because i'm out of prison and yeah. i owe you two million dollars anyway shoot this guy don't need him alive yeah uh, El there should have been something that else beyond escape that he offered Noche, because otherwise yeah. he really didn't have any leverage there. Um, El Noche was played by uh, Raul Max uh, Trujillo. Trujillo, Tru- yeah. Trujillo. Um, I feel like, because again, we, we get, I know we say this every week, we get this stuff from IMDb, and like this week we even noticed, you said like the writer and the director were not Yeah, credited. the writer and director are incorrectly credited on um, IMDb right and uh, Raul was previously credited in last week's episode, which is why the we... same character, but he's not in that episode. Yeah, uh, which is uh, why we thought this was going to be like a two-parter. Yeah, because it was like it was a mix-up with the credits. I, but basically, it's IMDb's user updated, uh, so. But it shouldn't be a hundred percent user updated. I, I still stand by CBS should have someone correcting this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so um, I had mentioned I think last week that uh, that this character is also on uh, blacklist currently. Is, uh, that oh really? The okay, true. He is, yeah, he he's also on blacklist right now. Uh, so I was like, I, oh, I recognize this guy. Yeah. Um, I but, also noticed as I was going through, I didn't write them all down, but maybe six of the people in this episode are in a movie called Lucky Logan. No. Oh. Which is coming out soon. It's the next uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, every uh, almost every single one of these IMDb pages started with Lucky Logan as the mm-hmm. first credit, and and. A couple of them actually had Lucky Logan and Logan, both <laughs> as upcoming credits. Logan, which is the next Wolverine movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and both the director and writer are veterans of TV, and uh, like, I mean, well, uh, I mean, the writer Sean 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 Hannon. Yeah, he doesn't a, have as yeah, many. Yeah, but he's got a lot of story editor credits, like forty-seven episodes of. Yeah, and Avengers. he was a producer on Minority Report also. Yeah. Um, but uh, Omar. Uh, has uh, a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot Going back to like the stuff. late 90s. So, yeah, he's he's definitely a hardworking guy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's about it. Do we know what next week's episode is called? Oh. Uh, well, since they're not credited. MacGyver. MacGyver. Oh, 
I should I should bring that up. Um, I did uh, I did this Halloween thing last uh, for for the month of October where I watched a bunch of scary movies that I'd never seen because I don't really like them. Right. Um, and one of the ones I watched was called uh, Ghoulies. Oh yeah. And Michael DeBar. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is before MacGyver. Yeah. And he is every bit as Murdoch in that movie that he is Murdoch and MacGyver. I need to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in so long, and I don't think at the time that I recognized anybody from the movie. Uh, but but he was magnificent. Um, the movie is the movie's actually not too bad. Yeah. It's super eighties, but it's not just about a bunch of little creatures that kill people. Like they're actually like. There's actually like, like a, a cult around it and stuff. Like yeah, that. exactly. And, and Michael DeBar was like the the original cult leader who died, and this kid's now trying to summon those powers. Yeah. But inadvertently brings them back. It's a thing. But the other sequel Ghoulies, I think, are more just about these creatures coming yeah, back. Yeah, Ghoulies Two is definitely about them just killing people on their own. Yeah. And then the third one is the entertaining one, where they're <laughs> killing people on a college campus. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's about it for can opener um if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us you can find us on twitter at opening gambit you can find us at facebook.com slash phoenix foundation podcast or our website phoenix foundation podcast.com and if you're digging the show feel free to review us on itunes uh tune in next week we're going to be covering uh reboot season one episode eight corkscrew mm-hmm. it looks like according yep. to imdb and then we have chisel and then we have 10 and 11 mm-hmm. all the way through all the way 22 22 episodes this season. Jeez. Okay. All right. Well, we're a third of the way there. Yep. About. Almost. We will be next week. (laughs) Um, Math. Math. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Thanks.